This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Everyone take your seats and grab your tissues and prepare to feel bad about everything. Mm. We welcome you to our highly acclaimed, lowest rated, fifth <laughs> sort of annual prediction show of the 93rd annual Lowest Viewed Academy Awards. Uh, yeah. Please keep listening, please. Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I just want to. I, I want to set, set the, the stakes. Yeah, here we go. Welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent, and I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, the Godzilla show. Yeah, it yeah. was a big show. It was a big Godzilla side show. Godzilla, Godzilla. <laughs> I was going to say, Chris and Nicole came on. We enjoyed talking to them about uh, Godzilla-related topics, and thank we you hope Chris you learned a thing or two. I can't believe I watched so many movies with subtitles. Yeah, yeah are I you love smarter? Subtitled movies. Yeah. Uh, yes, I am. I've read so much more. But uh, I think there was a lot of uh, good feedback, uh, but I had a, just a comment that I saw on Twitter that I loved from uh, Spencer, who said, this episode was like when someone has a weird dream that doesn't make sense, but insists on describing it to you anyway. <laughs> Somehow you still made an entertaining good job. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. The fever dream of Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who, who's that who said that? Uh, Spencer, the, the listener. listener. The listener. Capital T, capital oh, L, listener. guess what? Maybe not for long. What? Because... We are going to try <laughs> over a year to have our anniversary show, <laughs> episode 300. Holy cow, it's we'll like we timed that perfectly. Next week, and uh, with uh, crossing our fingers, everything goes well. <laughs> we're, we're not counting chickens where they hatch, but we're going to have our anniversary show next week. We've already notified those who are going to be there and those who aren't going to be there. Thank you for everyone who's taking our pre-quiz. We just love seeing your responses. Thousands honestly. of responses. Thousands! <laughs> uh, from our one listener. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we, yeah, next week we're going to be determining who is going to be the listener for the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. It's a special show. Crazy stuff happens, and we, we hope you tune in and enjoy it. Unfortunately, it won't be as crazy in the past. Like, just things being what they are, we probably can't have cold fast food taste off. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. And uh, it's going to be limited. In the past, we've had uh, people there from previous shows and, yeah. and patrons and, mm-hmm. and friends. People just hanging out and having fun. We're yeah, going to keep it as limited as possible. We're doing our best to be as precautious as we possibly yes. can. Responsible. I'm, I'm even bringing really, really long cables for the microphones. Yes. So we can spread so, out. So I keep my distance from everyone showing up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. So look forward to that. It's going to be next week. But that's not what we're talking about today. No. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are talking about the Oscars. I know. Please keep we're listening. We're all excited. Please keep listening. <laughs> we're all excited. <laughs> guys, guys, in the middle of the show, we're going to do an in memoriam, and it's always funny. So please keep listening. <laughs> well, the, the, the funny thing is, if you Just go back set, and listen, because yeah. this has been a, a Bacon Cell tradition since, I think, season one. Yeah, right? we've missed a year because of timing. Oh, season two. Yeah. They always say that nobody cares about the, the Oscars, but I really feel it's just the podcasters that do. Well, yes. and, but we were so excited back then, and I feel like our, each year we're kind of getting like, ah, about the Oscars. Yes. But we're going to get you excited because there is a contest. Yeah. A bacon sale. There we go. Our tr- now yeah. you have a reason to listen yeah. other than our voices. <laughs> so we're doing a contest, and generally we've given uh, movie tickets, like a gift card for movie tickets. Granted, not a lot of movie theaters are open, and people may not want to go yet. Mm-hmm. So right. well, what we're going to do is we're going to bring you the movies where you are, and we're going to give you a gift card from yes. Amazon yes. so you can rent or a get Amazon $50 Prime. $50 yeah. gift card. Five zero, Kent. Yes. That's what we agreed Remember on. how I always try to like yes, bump that's it down? Why I, I wanted to clarify. To 15, 15. Like I was getting the extra money or something. <laughs> you just didn't want to spend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so generous. on our social media pages, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we'll, we will be posting the link for this contest. All you got to do is go on and make your predictions. And then if you get the most right, and then you're going to win. 
Yeah. And that's it. It's easy as that. Yeah. And we'll announce this on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yes. It will be open till the day before the Oscars. So at April 24th at 11.59 p.m., uh, it will close. Mountain Daylight Time. Mm-hmm. It will close. You can submit it anytime before then. But the day the Oscars are airing, which is April 25th, this will be closed. So get on there. Get on our social media page. It will be live as of this airing. It gives you enough time to see some of these movies because I know you haven't. <laughs> well, I know you the joke is, I, I have and, and this show may just kind of sound like a joke because this will be the lowest rated Oscars ever, I feel. Because what movies came out last year? Yeah. Up until the very, very, well, other than Bad Boys for Life. Don't get me wrong. Sonic. Mm-hmm. And Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Tenet. Harley Quinn. And Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn. That was, yeah. <laughs> all before. One of the highest moneymakers of the year. It, was it is. All before everything but then went they, away. And, you know, we always kind of tease the Oscars because they nominate movies that just don't make very much money. Mm-hmm. They're, they're for the film snobs or their agenda movies. And this year, they're all low budget agenda movies. Movie. So, yay, it's the most depressing Oscars ever. And oh, my gosh. Cover it just makes here. sense this time. Yeah. Uh, you, so you say depressing. I'm not kidding, Kent, when I say this is the most pessimistic Oscars I've ever seen. Yep. Just all the nominees are just downers. They're downers. All of them. They're, there's nothing to be really inspired by. They're angry. Every single one of them is like angry, so, world is terrible movies. So this is not for the listener. This is more for us. But I brought something so we could all be cheered up here as we continually talk about these same 12 movies that are nominated for every category. Okay. Cad- you ready? Cadbury eggs. What'd you bring? It's happening. Oh, Baby, Yoda. It's Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Hey, babe. That I, <laughs> I call this babe <laughs> in front of Marco Polo's I send these guys. And so it's so cute. That if we're ever feeling like we're really bummed out about the movies we're talking, I know he's it's, it's a it's a plushy. It's a little stuffed baby. Eyes are shiny. These eyes are so beautiful, right? He's my he's my babe. He's, it's about life size, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so if we're ever down about the movies, I'm just going to bring him out so we can cheer <laughs> yeah. up again and move right through the show. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Aww. I'm just gonna put him right here. Okay. Okay. Baby That's good. fine. Baby good. Babe. So uh, we are going to be competing against one another also because you guys can do your contest and, and please because the Academy Awards as of this airing, it's going to be this Sunday. So keep an eye out. Get, get, get on there. Mm-hmm. But we are also going to be competing against each other and whoever gets the most right out of us is also going to win a prize. I usually win every year, which is great uh, because I'm like the movie critic and I've, I need to like I have an honest question. Prove have, myself? have you won yet? Never. <laughs> In the five years we've done this. I am always the lowest scoring guy. Yeah. Yes, and uh, Jacob always cheated somehow and and got the he highest paid people couple times. Off, obviously, yeah. but so we are going to be competing against each other and our predictions. Zach is going to be locking these in, so it's not like we yep. can cheat and, after the show. Zach, airs. how are you feeling? Like I know you probably haven't seen any of these movies outside uh, of Soul. No, I haven't even seen that. <laughs> what? I don't think I've seen a single movie on this list. So uh, because of that, um, I am just going to do some really intense meditation. Or listen just, to our arguments. Nope. I'm just going to pick. As soon as I read the nominees, I'm just going to pick one. I bet you win because it's yep. butt mashing. Exactly. That's the thing. And that's my, my whole point in doing this is to show I'm not going to do any research. And if I win, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> well, the funny <laughs> thing might. is, is that uh, so we have seen, Ken, you and I have seen every best picture winner. Yes. Uh, we actually talk about it back on episode 45. It was the best of pictures. It was the worst it was a great of pictures. One. And so then I've had this compulsion to every time there's a new winner... To see it so I can keep my record. Mm-hmm. But then I had to watch Moonlight, which is one of my worst hated <laughs> like movies three or ever. four years ago. Yeah. yeah. And it broke me of that where I'm like, you know what? If I don't want to watch still the winner. you still have seen every one. I still have. But, I'm, but I've got to the point now where I'm like, you know what? If I don't want to see it, I'm not going to see it. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a cool thing to say I've seen everyone. Yes. But I don't want to hold on to that. But this year, there's no movie that will have that impact. And I was going to say, 
also, normally, I have only seen a couple of them, and I never see the one that wins before it happens. Oh, that may be telling, actually. But, and now it's I'm two out of eight, I think, on Best Picture winners this year, where I've seen two of them. Wow. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. And now. I generally get the screeners at the end of the year, and so I have seen all these, but yeah. these are not my choices. <laughs> no. I would choose much different movies. So this year's ceremony will be a little different. If you remember last year, they went early because they wanted to scoop everyone, mm-hmm. which maybe was a good thing. It was a good thing. And they didn't get caught by the pandemic. Yeah. But this one is kind of fudging the numbers a bit because they're allowing any movie that was kind of released in almost any way, shape and form in 2020, like streaming or yeah. you know, drive-in theaters. And then they're also going to include some from 2021. Yeah. Some from this year. Right. Eligibility, which, you know, kind of... Throws your January deadline out of the a water, Kent. Sorry. But yeah. <laughs> also, last year it was hostless. For, or no, two years ago. 2019 it was hostless. Last year it was hostless. And it's going to be hostless this year as well. Oh, uh, viewerless as well, which is funny. <laughs> a listless, just generally yes. listless. Yes. They, they had this whole thing where they're like, no, we are, we are not going to do this virtually. This is going to be an in-person event. We are going to do it in person mm-hmm. no matter what. It, everyone has to be there. And I was like... Y- you're celebrating film. Why not do like a pre-recorded kind of cool, yes, different thing? Exactly. But like, no, we must, we must stand in the ceremony together and give each other our statues and pat each other on the back. <laughs> that is what we must do. This is Hollywood. And so they were saying, no, you, we have to all be in the theater. And then they kind of loosened it. And said, okay, we'll have also have theaters. I think they're having one in London and Paris. They're having theaters there too, so people don't have to travel internationally. Okay. And they said they are going to have some video components. Like they're trying to make these concessions, but it is also. I hesitate to say this, mm-hmm. but it is also kind of hypocritical because these are the people who for the past year have been saying, stay home, save lives. Yep. And they're like, no, we will. We will get in tuxedos and pretty dresses and give each other gold. I need my gold statue. I need exactly. my gold. <laughs> they need their uh, swag bags as well. Yeah. Well, I have one more fact I just want to throw fun out there. Go for yes. it. Just, you know, the, the ceremony fun facts. I had to check my notes here. Uh, the most uh, nominated uh, film. These are death rattle facts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> most nominated film. Mank. Mank with 10 nominations. And then you get uh, six nominations for ones like The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Nomadland, Sound of Metal, The Trial of the Chicago 7. You don't know these movies now, <laughs> but we will introduce them to you. Yeah. But it is funny that Mank... So I always say that, how, that the Oscars have checkboxes. Yes. Where they like specific things. They like war movies a lot. They like mafia movies a lot. And one of the things they absolutely love is movies about making movies. Mm-hmm. And Mank is exactly that, and it got the most nominations, which I found quite entertaining. Yeah. Also, this is the first year that they are blending sound mixing and sound editing. We don't have to distinguish anymore what one of... Usually it takes us 20 minutes to do so. We talk about it. This time it's yeah. just best sound. And they're also getting rid, Kent, I'm sorry, of of screeners, of CDs and, yeah. or DVDs. That so I won't get them at the end of next year or they this just, coming year. It's all digital. They're going yeah. digital now, so they're oh. getting rid of the screeners. It's just kind of lame. So you, go, you guys just have to come to my house to watch the movie. So they're making changes. <laughs> no, they didn't try to get. <laughs> they didn't get to try to get rid of anything this year. Last year they tried to get rid of cinematography, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, and they said then they uprised. Right, that. exactly. Because it's yeah. it, it's how movies are made. Yeah, cinematography. You can't. Ugh, stupid. Yeah, but they still have not added stunt work. No. Right. And I keep saying they need to add that because those people are putting their lives on the line. Anyway, so there you go. Fun facts, if you can call them fun, because I'm, I'm just trying to liven it up. Yeah. yeah. Baby Yoda, how are you doing? It's good. It's good. Look at him. <laughs> All right, Zach. All right. For our first category, we have the best supporting actress. The nominees are 
Maria Bakalova from Borat, subsequent movie film. Bakalova. Borat returns from Kazakhstan to America, and this time he reveals more about the American culture, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the political elections. All the things I love in my comedies. Yep. Glenn Close from Hillbilly Elegy. An urgent phone call pulls a Yale law student back to his Ohio hometown, where he reflects on three generations of family history and his own future. Olivia Coleman from The Father. A man refuses all assistance from his daughter as he ages. As he tries to make sense of his changing circumstances, he begins to doubt his loved ones, his own mind, and even the fabric of his reality. Uh, Amanda Seyfried from Mink. 1930s Hollywood is reevaluated <laughs> through the eyes of the scathing social critic and alcoholic screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz as he races to finish the screenplay of Citizen Kane. And Yu Jung Yeon from Minari. Good job. A Korean family starts a farm in 1980s Arkansas. Okay, right, so th- right. those are your nominees. Okay. Yes, which you can see pictures of them on our yeah. uh, on our and quiz, these are all contest. the movies that are nominated for every other category. Mm-hmm. And so for this, Joel, I think we could talk about maybe what you've seen or what you liked if you have seen or liked any of these, because there are certain choices of these that I think should win. But I feel like the way the Oscars goes, which is generally politically charged or they have like a, a yearly agenda for mm-hmm. each of these things without yes. getting too into it. Yeah, I, I think, feel like there will be certain winners. I think there are two that you can eliminate immediately. Go on. Uh, I think you can eliminate Maria Bacalala be- uh, because it's Borat. People love her. People but it's love Borat. her in that movie. It's I didn't, No, I didn't see Borat, but I, I am very surprised that she, a secondary she, character in the movie. She won our U- Utah Film Critics Association Best Supporting Actress. It's not saying much. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Spider-Man is the best film. I've so. heard how the Spider-Verse was the best one. It's, I think that Glenn Close is in contention for the all-time award. If she and then Olivia Coleman is a darling. So if Glenn Close, by the way, loses, this will be, I believe, and her she eighth will. nomination she without a win, mm-hmm. which then ties Peter O'Toole for mo- record for most nominations without a win. And hands down, she will lose. Yeah, on this one because people because didn't like gonna, Kill Billy Elegy. No, they did not. It's because it's going to go well, to Olivia Coleman. Excuse me, I shouldn't say people. Critics didn't like Kill Billy Elegy. Yes. The Academy didn't like people Kill Billy Elegy. Didn't see it. Yeah, so well, that's most of these. Yeah. So you're going Olivia Coleman, who has won a Academy Award for the favorite. She's okay. my favorite. I love her. All right. Well, you're wrong. And the father seems like, it the, seems like that type of The two father. choices are from Mank and Minari. This one, I'm going to go heart. I think head may be Yu Jung Yoon from Minari because she is adorable in this movie. She's, she's the older grandma yes, type. She is an amazing character. A Korean grandmother. But uh, the actress that really excels this year is Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. She just blew me away in this you movie. You just saying because she's got pretty eyelashes. Very much so. <laughs> but yeah, she's my choice. And I'm going to actually go with Yu Jung Yoon. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. If I you think said that right. I think you're right on that one. Uh, I from think the that's it will go. And even in the trailer, there was a couple of scenes where I was like, "She's kind of funny." And it's, she has a very dramatic and funny role. Yeah, that's because she's a grandma who's uh, kind of losing it, mm-hmm. basically. Yes. And uh, it's it's a role that's so endearing. And that I think that this is one of those moments where they'll be like, you know what? Look how d- I feel like the Oscars because they get blamed all the time for hashtag Oscars so white. Yeah. I think not this com- year. They're completely pushing the other way, and they're like, "Look how diverse we are!" Yeah. But also, not many movies came out. But I think this one is going to go it, to you. It's probably the best choice. Yu Jung Young. Yes. All right. And I, I'm definitely then going to go with Olivia Coleman just so we're all different. Yeah. I like it. This all is right. a good start. Now we're going to. Oh, move. we didn't say what we're going to win. Good oh, heavens. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Caveman Burger? We usually do Caveman Burger. Caveman Burger. Yeah. From RR Barbecue. Let's Not a sponsor, it. but. Zach, right. do you like the Caveman Burger? Finger boop. I love it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Finger boop. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Best supporting actor. First, we have Sasha Baron Cohen from The Trial of the Chicago 7. The story of seven people on trial stemming from various charges surrounding the uprising at the 1968 Democratic National Convention in Chicago, Illinois. 
Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya from Judas and the Black Messiah. Bill O'Neill infiltrates the Black Panther Party per FBI agent Mitchell and J. Edgar Hoover. This is a long description, but as party chairman Fred Hampton ascends, falling for a fellow revolutionary en route, a battle wages for O'Neill's soul. Dun, dun, dun. Aaron Burr, I mean Leslie Odom Jr. <laughs> in One Night in Miami. A fictional account of one incredible night where icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gathered discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and cultural people of the 60s. Paul Racy? Racky? Racky? Paul Racy. Sound of Metal? <laughs> a heavy metal drummer's life is thrown into freefall when he begins to lose his hearing. And Lakeith Stanfield from Judas <laughs> and the okay? Black Messiah. You okay? Just learn a little bit. Okay. <laughs> you just real tr- you really yeah. try in there. It's really bad. Yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah we already talked about. Yeah. This is, uh, outside of Sasha Baron Cohen, a very, very good matchup here. Matchup. Like, they're fighting, which would be nice. They Paul, should do that for the Oscars. That would boost ratings. Actually, like they should do it like WWE, where they come into the ring and there's no crowd. Mm-hmm. It's actually just screens, like thousands of screens of people who pay to watch it. Hmm. That's what they should do for the Oscars. But yeah. Paul Racy in A Sound of Metal, is he came out of nowhere. Yeah. And he's he is great. He's, he's like he, this he, adorable character. He's the guy who helps the Reason main character yes. uh, learn how to deal with being hearing impaired. Yes. And he does such a and good job And he owns this compound where he lives. And he's this tough but fair kind of yeah. guy that you're like... I like that guy. And it may be a wild card, which is why I don't think he'll win. Aaron Burr in One Night in Miami yeah. <laughs> steals. <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. He steals that movie. He is, is incredible. One of the most charismatic actors. And I love him. I, I would have thought maybe it wouldn't transfer from a stage to yeah. screen, but he steals the movie yeah. where there are powerhouses acting. But the winner will be, in my opinion, Daniel Kaluuya oh, That's from right. Judas and the Black Messiah. I had clicked Daniel Kaluuya. He's actually not my favorite role in the movie. I really like Lakeith Stanfield, but... He is the front runner. Well, it's funny because uh, so you're picking that, yes. And Zach, you picked that. I, as well. I, I did as well. I think it's funny because uh, Paul Racy is the only nominee who's actually a supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Like even Keith Stanfield said he was surprised when he learned he was nominated for he, best supporting he is actor. The he's the main kind of, actor. He's the lead. Yeah, there's and a bit so, of controversy actually. Yeah, and so like, and then Sasha Baron Cohen also one of the leads. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird. Also, Sasha Baron Cohen has a really weird accent where he's trying to do this like. New York. Yeah, 60s Jewish guy. Yeah, yeah. And it, but his, his British accent keeps kind of sneaking through there, yep. at least in the, the clips I saw. I'm also going with Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya yes. because I he won the Golden Globe, he won the Critics' Choice Award, he won the SAG Award, all these precursors to winning the Oscar. So Best Supporting Actor, I say Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya Pork? Kaluuya. Next up, we have Best Original Screenplay. First, Judas and the Black Messiah. Donnie Brasco meets the Black Panthers. <laughs> Minari. Korean farmers farming Korean stuff. Promising young woman. A young woman traumatized by a tragic event in her past seeks out vengeance against those who crossed her path. The Sound of Metal. Uh, can't hear my drums anymore. And Trial of the Chicago 7. A courtroom drama amidst racial tension. All right, so screenplay. Right? Now, this, original original screenplay. screenplay that original means screenplay. they just came up with it on their own. And I do feel like looking at this, I mean, Aaron Sorkin is a darling. People enjoy yes. him. And he wrote The Trial of the Chicago 7. How, what, was, what's his win rate? I mean, how often does he actually it's win It's not Oscar? super great, but no. I feel like they want to make it up to him. But he did got they? snubbed in directing. Yeah. So he did not get a vote there. So I don't think he's going to win this one. I think it's going to be Emerald Fennell, who's the writer and director mm-hmm. of Promising Young Woman. Uh, it won the Writers Guild Award. It won the BAFTA. The yes, British BAFTA. Arts. BAFTA. <laughs> Uh, and I think it's a writer-director combo is something very impressive to the Academy, and I think that she's going to get it. Okay. So I vote for Promising a Woman. I think that maybe should win, 
but I'm going to go with the front runner, which is the trial of the Chicago seven, uh, just because it's Sorkin and they want to give him his due. And this movie won't win a ton. Mm-hmm. This may be its only win because it's Sorkinese. Like it's everyone Sorkinese. If you don't yeah. know who Sorkin is, uh, watch the West, West, Wing. West Wing. Well, the first few Walk seasons. and Talks. It's every character, all the 43 characters in this movie. You can see this on Netflix now. But why? Every character <laughs> speaks with Aaron Sorkin's voice. And so it's very, all very, clever. Yeah, very clever, very quick, very fun. I like the social network. Yeah, I like social network too. Yeah. That's David Fincher <laughs> and Aaron Sorkin. That's why. But I, like I, I believe it'll be Trial of Chicago 7. Zach? Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. All right. Just because. Okay. <laughs> I tell you, you know, if that's Zach gonna, wins, that's going to shorten the show, and I appreciate if it. If Zach wins, they're going to be so mad because he's just, just choosing them on the fly. Just because. I went through so many websites. Nope. I, I've only heard of this movie today. Okay, next up is Best Adapted Screenplay. This is a screenplay that comes from something else. Borat, subsequent movie film. Gross Out Comedy makes a comeback. The Father. Hug your elders. <laughs> Nomadland. After losing everything in the Great Recession, a woman embarks on a journey through the American West, living as a van-dwelling modern-day nomad All right. in a van down by the exactly. river. By the river. One Night in Miami. A bottle episode starring Malcolm X. And the White Tiger. An ambitious Indian driver uses his wit and cunning to escape from poverty and rise to the top. An epic journey based on the New York Times bestseller. So this is adapted screenplay, which means yeah. came from somewhere else, either a book or an idea or a character from somewhere mm-hmm. else. The White Tiger is probably one of my favorite trailers on this list. Yeah. I've, seen the, tra- I've seen the trailer on it's Netflix, also on Netflix. Like three times. But yes. that was the yeah. dark horse where I'm like, this is the only nomination they got. Yeah. yeah. And it came out of nowhere. I was like, well, you're not going to win. And it kind of, I mean, I don't know. It kind of looks cool. The winner should be one night in Miami because the way they play between these four characters is kind of magic. Well, it's kind of, it was a weird premise to me because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, did this meeting really happen where all these famous black celebrities came together, like sports yeah. people and music people came together and had a whole conversation about it. And they're like, no, but it'd be cool if it did. I recommend everyone watch this movie. It is so tense. Like it really? makes you feel like there's something malicious going on. Isn't it just a conversation in a hotel yes. room? Yes. But the fact is, like, there's Malcolm X, and there's all this danger possibly happening outside, or maybe the threat of danger. Mm-hmm. And then you have him saying, "Hey, Sam Cook, you have a voice. Why not use it?" And everyone's like, "Oh, quick, get off your high horse!" Like it's that kind of movie where they're just arguing the whole time, and I love it. But it won't you win. Love arguing, it won't win. I need Baby Yoda. What was it sad. adapted from? I don't know. Was I, it a stage play? I was going to say oh, this, this feels yeah. like a play. This is definitely a play premise. Yes. I mean, there's a there's another play. Uh, it's a musical called uh, Million Dollar Quartet, mm-hmm. which is based on a realish event of like Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, they, like all these famous rock stars get yes. together. And so I'm like, oh, this sounds like a play. Right. So that makes sense. It totally yeah. is. Singular location. And considering it takes place in a hotel room, they go outside once or twice. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Sure. The winner here, I believe, will be Nomadland. Borat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Borat, which they make up on the spot. Nomadland feels made up on the spot because there's not a lot of dialogue in whatever dialogue there is. It's not with actual actors. Well, in Nomadland, stars Frances McDormand. Yes. And she's the actress. And then you have like real people. It almost feels like a documentary because there's mm-hmm. these real nomads who aren't necessarily homeless. They have money. They could go somewhere, but they right. just choose to travel. Yes. It's a, it's a strange lifestyle in the sense of, I can't see myself ever wanting to do that, mm-hmm. but I get why people maybe would. Yeah. I'm also voting for Nomad Land. I think that Chloe Zhao is, she's the writer, director, and editor of this film. Yep. And it's that triple threat. Maybe that's a theme for me. Like if people do multiple things, I think the Academy will see that. I can see like, that. Yeah, I like that. And I think that even though, like you said, there's not a lot of dialogue. Very simple. She's able to create a story and a feeling mm-hmm. with scenery and people. And she does. Yeah. The Father, because Anthony Hopkins is in it. Uh, everyone should watch The Father. It I hurts see it. my heart. Yeah. 
Yeah, it looks sad. So sad. It makes you feel like you have dementia. It looks but. so sad. Yeah, because if you haven't seen actually, the tra- honestly, that the screenplay of that movie is incredible. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer, it is weird because they'll have like Anthony Hopkins, and then uh, his daughter will be there, Olivia Coleman, and then all of a sudden, it's a different actress. Because he doesn't recognize his daughter anymore. Here's Baby Yoda, everybody. Oh, baby Yoda. And so he's confused. You're confused yeah. and he's confused. Why is that a different person? And so, it, yeah, very creative in that way. Wow. Hey, let's spice it up with the next category, please. Speaking of creativity, next we have visual effects. Which, this is a fun category because not one of these movies was nominated anywhere else. Yeah. This is the only time you're going to hear about these movies. Some of these movies don't belong in the Oscars, but hey. (laughs) All right, first we have Love and Monsters. In a monster-infused world, Joel learns that his girlfriend is just 85 miles away to make the dangerous journey. Joel discovers his inner hero to be with the girl of his dreams. You have children, Joel. The Midnight Sky. This post-apocalyptic tale follows Augustine, a lonely scientist in the Arctic, as he races to stop Sully and her fellow astronauts from returning home to a mysterious global catastrophe. Mysterious. mysterious. Mulan. Let's get down to business. Sorry, sorry, there's no music. To delete the songs. There we go. go. There we go. Should we make it boring? (laughs) He wrote this down. And make it too long? I'm making this up on the spot. (laughs) You did not. On the spot. Pinky swear. Pinky swear. too good. Pinky swear. A young Chinese maiden disguises herself as a male warrior in order to save her father. It's really boring. But she's actually the chosen one in Star Wars. Yeah. The only one, the one and only Ivan. A gorilla named Ivan tries to piece together his past with the help of an elephant named Ruby as they hatch a plan to escape from Captivity. That got nominated and Doolittle didn't? Uh, Jeez. Well, this didn't have bagpipes. Uh-huh. In places. Yes. Then there's Tenet. Sorry, I said it backwards. Tenet. There you go. Armed with only one word, Tenet. Oh, wait, I should do this the right way. International <laughs> Unfold <laughs> Real Survival <laughs> World Mission Stop confusing people. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christopher Nolan <laughs> times Christopher Nolan. Okay, what do we got, folks? These are all like almost kids shows. Kids and teen shows. Yeah. And uh, Tenet's a little bit older, obviously. Midnight Sky is definitely a dad movie yeah, on this one. Yeah. Uh, George so Clooney much that it's trying, boring. It's George Clooney trying to save the world. Yeah. I love it, Monsters, not just because the, the main character has my name, but I actually watched that trailer again. I'm like, oh, that's right. Uh, I wanted to see that one. The movie is a super fun Friday night movie. And it is like the cool monsters yeah. popping up all around. Yeah. But is it worth watching? Yes. Okay. I'll put that one on my list. How often does Disney ever actually win this category? Because I feel like there's always at least one or Usually two. Usually there's a Star Wars movie in the mix. There's a Star mm-hmm. Wars movie and or they an don't Avengers win. movie. Or, yeah. But they, they, I feel like I they never win. It's an over-reliance snub. on CG. Yeah. And so that's why the win here will go to Tenet because this is the movie that takes itself seriously. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people also said that Mulan's special effects were not very good. They're not. Yeah. They're uh, fine. They're, they're maybe the highlight of the movie. They're better in the animated version. I like the movie <laughs> better. Yeah. yeah. See, but Tenet special effects are not in your face. Well, they it, allow very, very creative it, things to happen. One thing, it's one thing to film a movie backwards. I think everyone who's ever had a video camera has yeah. done that and be like, oh, right. I threw this thing, but now I'm catching it. It looks cool. Exactly. But the way he does it where you're watching it backwards, but it still feels like it's forwards, it's a mind trip where you're watching it going, I don't, my brain can't process what's happening. With exploding buildings, like reverse time as characters are running backwards or Literally, a plane the, cla- crashing the into a scenes. building. Yeah, the fight scene was like amazing. How, so clever. It but, would it would be wrong if it didn't win the award here. Yeah. And it should. This is the only nomination that Tenet got yeah. and the only nomination Christopher Nolan got. And I do think that him trying to save movie theater experiences... Like may, people are mad at him a little no, bit, may, right? No, may play well with the Academy. Oh, really? Being okay. Like, you know, he's good for that, you know, movie theater. We'll give him a pass. Yeah. Are we all in agreement? Tenet? Yes, Tenet. Tenet, for sure. Okay. I, I Hey, I saw one of these movies. Yes, you, you did. One, one movie. movie. This is the only movie. 
Oh, and, and visual effects. Yeah. yeah. I saw one. One. All right. Next up is sound. First, we have Greyhound. Several months after the U.S. entry into World War II, an inexperienced U.S. Navy commander, played by Tom Hanks, must lead oh. an Allied convoy being stalked by a German submarine wolf pack. Mank? Mank drinks himself back from nearly dying, I guess. <laughs> News of the world. A Civil War veteran, played by Tom Hanks, agrees to deliver a girl taken by the Kiowa people years ago to her aunt and uncle against her will. Soul. After landing the gig of a lifetime, a New York jazz pianist suddenly finds himself trapped in a strange land between Earth and the afterlife. And a random body swap movie. Yeah. Sound of Metal. Soundlessness for the win? <laughs> well, no, this is the one makes you feel like yes. you're going getting hearing impaired. Like the way they do, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm yep. voting for Sound of Metal. Same. I, I would too, the, based on the description. Well, I did, I did see this one, and the way they do it is sometimes you it's can't hear the anything. distortion, the fuzz. Sometimes there's ringing. Sometimes yes. you hear like little bits of conversation. Uh-huh. It's frustrating, but you kind of get the sense of what it could be like if you were hearing impaired. Yeah. It's a fascinating experiment. And it one it I, truly excels in this. It deserves to be like the winner in this category. Yes. I think we all agree. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, we're agreeing a lot now. But we have enough that we're separate on. It's yeah. okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Now we have best original score. And we have clips for this one. Yay. We Good do. job, Joel. Yes. No, not those. No. Oh, yeah. okay. Tenant was not nominated here, and it's an amazing <laughs> score. Yeah, thank you. So there's a winner right there. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Defy Bloods is the only one that we need to read a synopsis for. Yeah. Do we want to play the music before or after or during? Defy Bloods. As I'll read it after. Let's do it, let's do it during. Okay, I'll read it during. Okay. All right. Ready? First up, Five Bloods. Four African-American vets battle the forces of man and nature when they return to Vietnam seeking the remains of their fallen squad leader and the gold fortune he helped them hide. It's kind of nice, isn't it? Like a military feel. Can do it? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mank. I'm drunk, and I'm writing. And I'm drunk, and I'm writing some more. I'm passed out. Oh, and I'm writing. And I'm drunk. That's basically the entire plot of it. <laughs> That's actually really good. And you were doing the arms, too. I was doing Muppet Arms. Minari. This is oh, uh, I'm trying to grow potatoes, and it's not working. Yeah, it's not working. And my wife is really upset at me, actually. Why do we move to America? Yeah, us? please. Let's go it back home. It has almost a like, 60s sci-fi feel. It has a uh, shape of water feel to it. Very I much so. Yeah, I listened to all five of these scores. Which the movie is not fantastical. Okay, I was going to ask. It's yeah. Not. But I, I listened to all five of these scores today while, while just kind of working. And mm-hmm. it was like very different moods for nice. each one of these. That was a good one. News of the world. Going traveling with Tom Hanks. <laughs> Going to read the news to the people. There's a little girl following me in my cart. <laughs> I was way better than Mulan one. <laughs> this just sounds like default James Newton Howard. It, it's yeah. a good, it actually is a pretty good soundtrack, yeah. but uh, that it's definitely got kind of the Western feel to yeah. it. And uh, the second appearance of Trent Reznor on this list, Soul. I'm afraid of Americans. <laughs> so I'm going to go to the afterlife. Uh, this is La-, La La Land, but with Inside Out and Being a Cat. That sounded ah. like the cue music for Space Mountain. I was going to say, <laughs> yes, this, this is the movie, movie of where where did I come from? Why am I here? And where am I going? Yeah. And where's yeah. this movie going? So best original score, by the way, 
in, two, in 2020, they changed the rules. It has to have 60% original music in order to be considered for this award. 60%. And if it's a sequel or part of a franchise, it has to have 80% original music. Really? Yeah. They bumped up the numbers. I, okay. I bet Beauty and the Beast broke it or something. Probably. Oh, possibly, yeah. right? Well, because yeah. they do that. Like with all these new live action musicals, they'll add some new song just so they can be considered yeah. for this category. But this well, is for song. This is the honorary Trent Reznor category now. Former yeah. Nine Inch Nails lead. Well, it is cool too. He's like, an awesome composer. Yeah. With Mank, they used only like period appropriate instruments. They didn't use any synthesizer and it with that. Fits so well, and it's it's very kind of that forties vibe. Yes. To a big band, and and uh, there's some like haunting music as well. I mean, could we be honest? There's nothing great here. There's nothing super memorable. Minari is different for sure. Yeah. Nothing like last year. Yes, last year like, uh, with Joker. Joker that was just insane. But yeah. the winner will be Soul. Hands down, just because it is another Resner nomination and mm-hmm. it is more unique and it fits inside a more unique movie. It's true. I am but, also vote, I'm, I'm also voting okay. for Soul because I, I was actually split because, oh, by the way, with Mank, the orchestra that happened during the pandemic. So they had to record their pieces separately and mm-hmm. then mail them in. Oh, wow. Send them in. Uh, so they recorded them at home and then Interesting. Yeah, okay. so pieced it together. But I do feel like uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who did both Mank and Soul, with soul, you get the added jazz, piano, and music to it. Yep. So I think that adds a little more. It's genre crossing. Yeah. Oh, the Mank one, by the way, really long. It's like 50 tracks, mm-hmm. and it's like an hour and a half long. It was good, though. I enjoyed listening to it, yeah. but it was kind of background music. So I'm voting for soul as well. Um, Trent Reznor, but I'm going with the other one. I'm going to vote Mank. What? Yes. All right. I, I'm banking on that Hollywood loves Hollywood thing. Come on. Did you hear the typewriter? That's true. They'll love if it. You, if you have typewriter in your music, you win. Oh, yeah. Now, ones that you definitely have seen. <laughs> short film, live action. Uh, by the way, the Academy defines short as less than 40 minutes. Just okay. so you know. That's yep. So Bacon Sale is never. They almost no check shorts. out cinematography, but short film, live action is still here. Sure, sure. Yeah. Feeling through? A late night encounter on a New York City street leads to a profound connection between a teen in need and a deafblind man. The letter room. When a corrections officer is transferred to the letter room, he soon finds himself enmeshed in a prisoner's deeply private life. The present. On his wedding anniversary, Yusuf and his young daughter set out in the West Bank to buy his wife a gift. Between soldiers, segregated roads, and checkpoints, how easy would it be to go shopping? Uh, Christmas shoes? (laughs) (laughs) Two distant strangers. A cartoonist repeated attempts to get home to his dog are thwarted by a recurring deadly encounter that forces them to relive the same awful day. Over and over again. Groundhog Day? Yep. Yes. Yeah, basically. Huh. White Eye. A man finds a stolen bicycle, which now belongs to a stranger. While attempting to retrieve it, he struggles to remain human. That sounds like he turns into a monster. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. So White Eye is a uh, one take, a 20-minute mm-hmm. one take, which is impressive to watch. Two Distant Strangers is Groundhog Day with... Uh, it's Groundhog Day, but with brutality. very... Yeah, police brutality. Very relevant issues going and on. produced by Sean Diddy Combs, Adam McKay, and, and Kevin Durant mm-hmm. produced that. Uh-oh. Yes. Yeah. If there's a basketball player involved, it's probably mm-hmm. going to win. Uh, Letter Room has Oscar Isaac in this movie. Oscar, Oscar Isaac made by his wife. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And the Letter Room is one of those weird ones where it's this officer who's in charge of, of all communications that come in and out of mm-hmm. prison. So he reads everyone's letters going in and going out, and he starts to come involved with their lives emotionally. Yes. A little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, I know a little bit about this one. I don't know much about the others. I, I don't think that one will win at all. So I watched most of the present. These are short films, but still, I didn't watch. And right. then I watched all of Feeling Through. Feeling Through was cute, but I was like, this feels like a you know a nice, warm-hearted like student film. It doesn't yeah. feel like an Academy Award winner. I'm going to go with The Letter Room, though. 
I think really okay. I, think I don't have, think he'll win for some reason. I just people seem to be gravitating towards that one, hmm. and I personally, and maybe it's because Oscar Isaac was in it, but I personally was like, I'd prefer another one of the other ones. I, I'm going to vote the present based Wait. on the description alone. We're all voting for different things then, because I believe it will be the time relevant movie, and it's Two Distant Strangers with a win. Yeah, I, I, that was my other one that I was mm-hmm. dancing between, so I could see it going either way. I don't know if the present's going to win. It was good, but. I kind of skipped through the middle part because I kind of just needed to get it done and hurry and get here. So, yeah. <laughs> but I saw, the, beginning, I saw yes. the beginning and I saw the ending. It's uh, that one's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure the present is. Hmm. All right, that was short film live action. Next up, we have short film animation. First up is Burrow. A young rabbit tries to build the burrow of her dreams, becoming embarrassed each time she accidentally digs into a neighbor's home. Genius guy? One night, Rene, a young loner, sees the urban chaos as a mystical oneness that seems alive, like some sort of guide. Joel, if anything happens, I love you. Oh. In the aftermath of tragedy, two grieving parents journey through an emotional void as they mourn the loss of a child. Opera. Our society and history, which is filled with beauty and absurdity. <laughs> I read that one, and there's no period. Grammatically, it's all over the place. I tried to watch a trailer for this. Yeah. told me nothing. Oh, I read so, the synopsis. So it's similar to nothing. the synopsis then. I, I tried to find the movie and just uh, got nothing. The format, the animation they use on this one, tells you nothing. It is very, very strange. Very abstract. Yes. And yes, people. One morning, an eclectic mix of people face the everyday battles such as work, school, and dishwashing. Because that's the third aspect of life. As the day progresses, <laughs> their relationships are tested and ultimately their capacity to cope. I'm not kidding. That so grammar I, on all these, by the I way. I watched that one. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's about eight minutes. Icelandic? Yes. All they say is, yeah. Or they say the, the word for yes. It's just yes, uh, yes, yes. That, and I no, believe no. There's that's like no. the... Is that the only one that has dialogue in the, in the movie? I think it is. Burrow doesn't. Bur- Burrow was a, it's a cute it's a, Disney it's Pixar It's a Pixar one. one. It's like a Pixar training camp sort of movie. Did that come before a movie? Yes. Soul? Soul. Must have. Or it was, I Onward. Believe, oh, I forget. It was before one of them, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's true. Onward came out last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you oh, did see another that, movie. Yes. No, I didn't see that. Oh, and my then, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's the thing. Is you, Safe Money says always go with Disney or Pixar. But uh, for the main animation, though, this is more experimental. But I, and I don't say, think Pixar will win. And it's the shortest. Uh, Burrow is the shortest of all these. It's like yeah. six minutes long. And it, it is on Disney Plus. And it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. But it's not anything profound. I didn't really get kind of a, an emotional. So let's go presence. with the gut punch. Hold on. Let me bring Baby Yoda. Here oh he is. Oh, my gosh. Pick the winner. So if anything happens, I love you. Yeah, their kid gets killed at the school shooting. And mm-hmm. the last text they get is, if anything happens, I love you. And the parents have these dark shadows that yeah. kind of haunt them. And they have to fight against The animation it. is very dark it's all hand-drawn right but that one wow just just like the parts i saw really got me and mm-hmm. i was like i don't think i could watch this whole thing but it will win it's yeah. the most impactful yeah and here we are depressed again uh maybe yeah. you save us yeah based on that i'll go with that one too yeesh you feel wrong not voting for it right no i was like oh genius loci that looks pretty cool uh nope. i hate when they have those stupid like uh, cerebral or abstract yes. things where it's just like, Every oh year. yes, urban chaos, mystical oneness. And I'm like, just tell me that a rabbit burrows a hole for crying out loud. <laughs> well, tell me how you really feel, Joel. <laughs> I need Baby Yoda. I'm getting depressed. <laughs> you hold him? You oh, hold can him? I hold him? Yes. Yeah. Hi. He's got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I feel better okay. now. I looked into his eyes and I'm there happy. There you go. Now we have documentary short subject. First is Colette. Nazi-occupied France. Resistance took courage. 75 years later, facing one's ghost may take even more. Whoa. That's a description. 
A concerto is a conversation. A virtuoso jazz pianist and film composer tracks his family's lineage through his 91-year-old grandfather from Jim Crow, Florida to Walt Disney Concert Hall. What? Yeah. Do not split. In 2019, Hong Kong was rocked by the largest protest since Britain handed back the area to China in 1997. This is the story of the protest. Hunger Ward. The sequel to Hunger Games. No, <laughs> but really? The, the Utah adaptation? Yeah. <laughs> Hunger Ward. <laughs> Church in January. Uh, Hunger Sunday. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Baby Yoda. Joel wins. Thank you, Baby Yoda. He just builds and builds, and then Joel won. <laughs> Find you in the caveman burger, Joel. Hunger Ward documents win. two female healthcare workers fighting to thwart the spread of starvation. No, no, I can't joke. no that sounds <laughs> Against bad. the backdrop of a forgotten war. No, <laughs> Guys, Oscars, we're sorry. Hunger Ward, we're sorry. We Listener, made such a joke. And we're that sorry. Awful. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, awful. it's depressing. The trailer is horrifying. Yeah. And a love song for Letitia. The injustice surrounding the shooting death of 15-year-old Latasha Harlins at a South Central Los Angeles store became a flashpoint for the city's 1992 civil uprising. By Latasha. These are all yeah. happy, happy, happy ones. Yep. Uh, it, it, I believe it will be a love, love, a love song, song for Latasha. Based on the description. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although, by the way, China allegedly has banned the Oscars over the nomination of Do Not Split because it shows oh. it shows the protest. The oh, yeah, protests. they would. That's I, China. I think it, not happy. that definitely sounds compelling. Uh, I've been following a little bit of that story. Um, some YouTubers I follow have actually like left Hong Kong because of it. But I, I don't think the Oscars would dare... Like make there's a, no way make a stance like oh, that. Oh, Hollywood losing China money. There's no, no way, way they exactly. would want to do that. So yeah. even if it was deserving, they would never do never. that. But we're all agreeing a love song for Latasha. Oh, absolutely. Again, description based. Yes. Now we have best documentary. Apparently long subject. Yes. More than 40 minutes. Collective director Alexander Nano follows a <laughs> crack Nanu. team of investigators at the Romanian newspaper Gazeta Sporotodundator has wow. tried to uncover a vast wow. health care fraud that enriched moguls and politicians and led to the deaths of innocent citizens. There is some sense in there. I'm very no, sorry. That is a very dry description, but the trailer, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Crip camp? Down the road from Woodstock, a revolution blossomed at a ramshackle summer camp for teenagers with disabilities, transforming their lives and igniting a landmark movement. Oh. The mole agent. A private investigator in Chile hires someone to work as a mole at a retirement home where a client of his suspects the caretakers of elder abuse. Mm. Although that one sounds dark, but it, it looks like a really yeah. quirky movie. Mm -hmm. My octopus teacher. A filmmaker forges an unusual friendship with an octopus living oh. in a South African kelp oh. forest, oh. learning oh. as friendly, the animal friendly. shares the mysteries of the world. Friendly, friendly. Stop. No, please. This is not Shape the, of Water. The, mm -mm. Kiss, kiss, blub, blub. Time. Fox Rich fights for the release of her husband, Rob, who is serving a 60-year sentence in prison. Oh, real real crime stuff. This one is basically home movies of this woman huh. who, from the very get-go, and she has her children in, in frame it most of the time, and they're growing up without their father. Mm -hmm. And yeah. this movie is the tearjerker of all these choices. Actually, Crip Camp, I liked more. Mm -hmm. Crip Camp is something that Crip is... Camp sounds great. It's pretty special to watch. Yeah. And it, it does turn into an activism movie where they sure. they fight for rights, and it's it's very powerful. But time will win hands down because of the impact it has. It has a very powerful ending as well. And it's just... It's two hours of, of suffering in documentaries, and I believe that's what documentaries win for. Yeah. It's very sad. The one that uh, the one that looked most riveting to me was Collective. The one I mm -hmm. want to yes. watch is The Mole Agent, but I think time's going to win as well. Yeah. I put that in there. Zach, what do you think? Uh, Crip Camp. Yeah, I have I have a copy of Crip Camp if you'd like to watch it. Sure, I yeah. think it sounds super interesting. And, and you know, even if it's deserving or not, it could be a, an agenda thing. 
Where it's like, hey, we want to be inclusive. Right. So and it's very entertaining. But it's I, very entertaining. It sounds like I would actually really enjoy it. So yeah. I will I will take you up on that. Well, this has been uh fun and enlightening Wait, so are far. Are we done? Oh, we'd no, like to thank we, our patrons. We, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. we, have, we have so many to go, but I uh, would like to take a break here. I think this is an important time. We've brought the room down quite a bit. Luckily, baby Yoda's here. Yay. Um, so we're gonna just do more of that and bring, bring the room the down further. More. It's time for our in memoriam. Rest in peace, placated fandoms. Now that fan outrage caused the design of Sonic the Hedgehog to be completely changed and brought the Snyder Cut to light, the online fandom community is going to be insufferable, expecting every demand of theirs to be met. So sad. So sad. So sad. sad. Rest in peace, original movie Sonic. (laughs) You surprised us with a trailer that hurt our eyes and hearts. Yeah. Though you were immediately despised by everyone, we still hope against hope that you get your own spinoff movie, Sanic the Muskrat. <laughs> please, please show up sometime. S- scary team. Multiverse of very, Sonic. Very scary team. Very. Rest in peace, the CW series Arrow. You finally ended in January of 2020. A few seasons too late, in my opinion. And yet the Flash, for some reason, keeps running ahead aimlessly. It's time to stop running, Barry. <sighs> faster. He's, he has to go faster. No, please stop. Must go faster. Faster than me. Stop. Must Cancel. Go faster. Cancel. Must go faster. Rest in peace. The Oscars. <laughs> it's been a good run, and you've been here to celebrate 93 years of mostly great films. But it's time to throw in the towel at a time where Hollywood couldn't be less essential. It's time to be put out to pasture like the other award shows that get less viewers than a standard YouTube video. Sorry, that was that was harsh. That was, that was a little too personal, and I'm really sorry. Like and subscribe. I'll go with my related one then. <laughs> Rest in peace, celebrities. <laughs> If there's one thing the pandemic has taught us, it's that regular people don't really care to see famous people hanging out in their giant mansions, complaining about their lives, or having them grandstand about social injustice while holding statues made of gold. No, we don't want to hear you sing Imagine. We just want to see you put on costumes and entertain us. Dance, monkey, dance. Imagine all the people and milk. Something about milk. Well, let's triple down with the same joke. Because... (laughs) Rest so in sad. peace. So sad. <laughs> guys, guys, I need, yeah, I need yeah, okay, solace. Ready? Don't look at Baby Yoda. Be Here sad. Oh, he made me smile. Milk. Milk. Oh, milk makes me sad. Oh. Rest in peace, celebrity sing-alongs. Oh. What happens when you combine Jimmy Fallon, Natalie Portman, Mark Ruffalo, and Sarah Silverman into one self-made video? You get the epitome of self-important movie stars trying to be relevant. Who knew Wonder Woman would be the greatest villain of 2020? Oh, uh, twice. Twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah, twice. Oh, her own franchise. I'm pretty sure it was sung in the key of X. I don't know what was happening there. Rest in peace. Box office bragging. Oh, you're one of the highest grossing films of your year? Big deal. So are Bad Boys for Life, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Do Little in 2020. Do, do very little. Do so little. So, so sad. So sad. Please. Zach's crying. This is so sad. Rest in peace. Handshakes. You've long been the method of introduction between new associates and acquaintances. Now, you're the reason that everyone carries hand sanitizer. I hope you take your sweet time coming back. Please. I like handshakes. No, I hate them. Fist bumps. Fist, I, I like fist bumps. Elbows. Elbow tap. Every, you, no. Your finger boobs. You, your faces are literally no. closer. Joel, Joel sense. because when you sometimes meet up with someone, they give a handshake, they want to do the bro handshake, and you're not sure I don't know how to follow it. I, I had I'm a good. guy teach me a new one today. I still don't know. Yeah, why? Why? Go, please. So sad. Please die. So sad. Rest in peace. Filmmakers saying streaming isn't real cinema. Guess what? 
Cinema wasn't real cinema last year, and streaming was all any of us had. The times, they are changing, Spielberg. So sad. In your face, Spielberg. Mm. Like and subscribe. Rest in peace, Pepe Le Pew. Oh. Oh. Your approach has been seen as offensive and wrong, but you'll never get remembered for being a pioneer of cross-species relationships. You have loved and lost male and female cats and dogs, or really anything with an accidental painted stripe. (laughs) I forgive you, animated French skunk from the 1940s. Let, let the healing begin. Oh, rest in peace, Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny. Rest in peace, late night talk shows. You did your best to stay relevant with no set, no guests, no writers, no skits, and no purpose. But every single one of you has become a bland political commentary machine, and I get enough of that from the news. Where's the funny? It's not there. Subscribe to Philip DeFranco instead. Philly D. I hate him. <laughs> He's I the worst. Him. He's, He's the, the worst. worst. Speaking of YouTube. Rest in peace, pirated Hamilton YouTube channels. Oh no. For years, casually curious theater fans who couldn't get tickets to Hamilton had to come through the internet for a bad angle recording of the production. Who knew that the best seats in the house were in the splash zone for Jonathan Groff's spit? <laughs> who knew? So sad. So, so sad. So sad. So, oh, so sad. You'll, you'll be back. That's not spit. That's tears in my eyes. Oh. I don't want that in my eye. <laughs> Rest in peace. Tight hour shows and ten minute bacon bits. I tried, guys. I, I really tried. But no matter what I do, our mini episodes on Patreon.com always run over a half hour, and our shows end up being ninety minutes. Personally, I blame Zach. Uh, that was a nice plug for Patreon, by the way. Thank you. I, I, so I really, sad. I was gonna bring them shorter, but I like you guys. Sorry. Rest in peace, Quibby. <laughs> <laughs> You lasted slightly longer than a new menu item at Taco Bell, and we appreciate your effort. You gave every person who wanted to film video vertically hope, but you flew too close to the sun. We miss you, Quibi. Born April 2020, died December 2020. Still didn't subscribe. I didn't either. I, I don't know. Rest in peace. Supernatural. Oh. 15 seasons, 327 episodes. That's impressive, my wayward sons. Though, let's be honest, now that Jacob isn't here, it should probably have ended about seven seasons earlier. Uh, season five would have been a good place to stop. Yeah. Oops. So sad. 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 Rest in peace. Any chance of us doing a future 2020s music bracket? <laughs> Between the Cardi B's, The Stallions, and Doja Cats, there's little hope that popular music will stand the test of time and be covered by us in 10 years. Rome is burning and Billie Eilish is playing the fiddle. Were those Jamba Juice flavors? Yes, they were delicious, actually. Well, some. Some are bitter. I don't even know. I don't even know. What's going on? Rest in peace. Standing in line to order. I used to be reluctant to use apps for fast food and fast casual restaurants, figuring it would take just as much time to make my order if I ordered it in store. But now with over three dozen kids and a global pandemic, app ordering and drive-thrus have become my preferred method of eating unhealthy. Oh, so wait, you're extra lazy. Yeah. And you eat unhealthy. Yes. Oh, so, well, I think that's good. I think think that's a win. Maybe. How often is curbside actually at the curb? Very, very, very confusing. Really. Yeah. Why do they call it that? Rest in peace, my dating life. No. I know. I'm sorry. Ghosts are real, and they live in dating apps. It's not the worst thing, however, though. With my free time, I've been able to cement my bachelorhood and play through my backlog of video games. My longest relationships have now been with Zelda, Doom Guy, and Arthur Morgan. Wow. That's sad. Inspire- inspiring, actually. Who's so Arthur Morgan? He's in Red Dead Red, Redemption, Red, wow. too. So sad. So, yeah. so sad. sad. It's beautiful. And finally, for me, Rest in peace, 2020. Oh. 
It's nice to finally have you in the rearview mirror. Please, never come back. Oh, please. Uh, unless you go back and listen to Bacon Sale. Yes, Bacon Sale in 2020 is fine. So sad. So sad. And to finish this in memoriam, rest in peace, Jacob. Oh, what? We said more goodbyes than Sam and Dean in Supernatural, but you still managed to find a way back. Though, after your last encounter with the Scream Queen, we've yet to see you again. <laughs> yeah. We hope the Amish Ranch in the sky is everything you ever dreamed of. We carry, love you. Carry on, wayward son. Just don't sing racist songs when you're there. Please. <laughs> yes, have to edit them out. In heaven. So, okay. So, so, oh, guys. Oh, wow. Uh, there. I feel like yeah. we were uh, polite and um, respectful yeah. enough in yeah, that part. Totally. And I think it was by whispering. I think no, if you whisper something. Nothing but reverence. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you boost those levels there. <laughs> also, we, just, we could have just blown out the headphone users. Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> Okay. okay, so should we get back to it? We, Let's get back to the pressing We movies. have slightly less than half of the categories left, and these are the mostly big players. Yeah. Yeah, like production design. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey. Okay. The Father. Uh, made me go crazy and feel like I had dementia. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. During a recording session, tensions rise between Ma Rainey, her ambitious horn player, and the white management determined to control the uncontrollable mother of the blues. How does that compare to Zach Western's chocolate bottom? <laughs> thick, thick chocolate bottom. It's nothing compared. Mank? I feel like they used a time machine and shot this movie 80 years ago. Hmm. News of the world. Woody Cur- tells the news. There we go. That's good. Oh, you got one better? I was going to say Curly Sue in the Old West. Ah, that would have been good too. Yeah. Tenet. I never noticed the environments, just very handsome suits. Very handsome suits. By the suits. way, the second nomination for Tenet. Oh. Let's just make sure we keep a... Yeah, but it will not win. The winner here will be Mink. Because whether it's the studios, and granted, if you're shooting in a movie studio, yes, it's going to look like a movie studio, or or the mansions. Just everything they capture. Yeah, they got first cancel. Yes. Granted, it's a lot of it's obscured, right? Like, there's it's very black and white. It's relies on lighting and stuff as well, but the sets are amazing. Very black and white instead of kind of black kind and white. Kind of, yes. <laughs> Extremely. Uh, I actually think, so I, I read up on The Father, mm-hmm. and you know we talked about the actor swapping out as he's experiencing this dementia, but they also change like the set. The yes. Set. Like yeah. there's stuff that changes in the background and shifts and changes. Now it is confused. generally rooms, but it's crazy because when you're just in a room, same shot, yeah. and they open a door, it's a different room all of a sudden. Yeah. It's crazy. But I didn't pick that one because okay. I think this is the only one that Mank is going to take because it is. Is this the only win you have for Mank? The only one? win I have for Mank. Wow. The golden, the 10 nominees, I think this is their one win because it's the golden era of Hollywood and yeah. it's studios and Hearst Castle and sets and movies. And I just think it's it's exactly what they like to see. Okay. So yep. we agree on that. Yep. All, all, all of us? I'll take that one too. Okay. okay. Sure. Now we have makeup and hairstyling. Something Which, that, by the way, I found yeah. out this was created in ni- 1981 because the Recent? Elephant Man came out and they were like, that's not going to get any nominations. And look what they did with makeup. It's amazing. Interesting. And so they did this thing and then Elephant Man didn't win anything. This, oh, really? Yeah. And it was created for that movie. I thought like it was created for 2016 Suicide Squad. Oh, yes. Which one? Yes, yes, yes. So clearly that's a better movie than Elephant Man. Hmm. Emma? Uh, Emma, period. There's a period at the end of Emma, it for Emma some reason. Dot. In 1800s England, a well-meaning but selfish young woman meddles in the love lives of her friends for the twelfth time. It's a, it's a period piece. How many? Do you get it? Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How many times are they going to adapt that story? But it has Anya Taylor Joy. So yeah, it, okay. exactly. It, exactly. Full disclosure. So does this, New Mutants, though. So let's not get this crazy. This one looked fine. fun to me, like a fun. It is a very fun movie. So I want to watch, watch it. I should. Hillbilly Elegy, a white trash chic. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Everyone is sweaty. Yeah, I was going to say sweaty, so sweaty eye makeup. Yeah. Mank, 
Um, everyone is beautiful except Mink. That's and true. Pinocchio. Old wood carver, Geppetto's puppet creation, Pinocchio, magically comes to life. Actually, I shouldn't do it. It's Italian. Not, it's not <laughs> British. <laughs> do it. Do it. Magically comes to life with dreams oh, of becoming a word. real boy. Maybe Easily go the other story. You guys know the story of Pinocchio. Although, here's what I find interesting. Maybe, maybe go back yeah. to the British. So, after <laughs> Life is Beautiful came out in 1997, Roberto Benigni won the Oscar. Roll. And then the next year, he I think it was the next year, it he was. did a live action adaptation of Pinocchio where he played <laughs> Pinocchio, a 40-year-old man playing Pinocchio Very and his wife was the blue fairy. Widely panned. Very strange. Everyone hated it. I've seen parts of it. But terrible. he's in this one as Geppetto. Were you confused that this wasn't the same movie? Kind of, yes. It's yeah. like Pinocchio. I'm like, was it Roberto Benigni? The P- a Pinocchio, now it's a wooden boy, right? It's yeah. not Roberto Benigni. It's a Benigni CGI yeah. mask. And it looks boy. much better. It's very creepy uh, looking. It's, I was going to say, better isn't the word I use. Well, okay. it's, it's the uh, uncanny valley where it's, you're like... It's European, right? So yeah. less money is used for CG and whatnot, but it looks better than Roberto Benigni. Oh, totally. Yes. Didn't, it's not going to win, though. Pinocchio's not going to no, win. No, the winner here will be Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Well, that's it's yeah. so weird to say that. I know. <laughs> Congratulations to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. This is one of those where I'm also going to give to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom mm-hmm. because they dressed down or uglied up uh, yes. Viola Davis, where she is this sweaty, like kind of rough looking mess. She's a very dominant character. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. And, Bosses uh, the screen. Yeah. yeah. And so I think they're, they're going to give it to her for that. Zach, what do you think? I just looked at a picture of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and it looks cool, but uh, I'll say Emma. You basically have to run a marathon, yeah, and then you'll win Makeup and Hairstyling. Although, I was going to say, period, uh, Emma is actually, it's period like pieces get, period it all the pieces time. get yeah. a lot of love, so that's yeah. my thought there. And I also really like Anya Taylor-Joy because of the chess show, <laughs> yes. whatever that one was called. Queen's Gambit. There we go. Now we have costume design, uh, also featuring Emma. Emma, Emma, period. Emma dot. Emma dot. Emma. Upper class Bridgerton. Mank. Everyone's so fancy. Hey, listen how 40s we are. 30s. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Sweaty. <laughs> Why is it sweaty the first thing that comes to mind? Sweaty, but wearing Jazz. like time relevant outfits, right? Yeah. yeah. Mulan. I'll make a meh out of you. Meh? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and Pinocchio. And I on this one, I put, wait, didn't this come out 20 years ago? I By the way, did. I pre-wrote most of my jokes here, and maybe 7% are landing. I'm coming up on the spot with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say the only... Mulan didn't get voted for makeup and hairstyling. Hillbilly Elegy did. But otherwise, that's the exact same... Same list. Yeah. Same list. And I'm going to give it to Ma Rainey again. I think yeah. Ma Rainey's going to get this one as well. I... I, the woman that did the costumes on this, she's 89 years old. And so she will tie uh, as the oldest Oscar winner in Academy history if she wins this. And I think that'd be pretty oh, cool. She will win this. I kind of want it. Same logic. I want to go with Emma. That's fine. But Emma, it's great costuming. Hmm. It really is. It's got bright <laughs> costuming. Yeah. It's got me rethinking my makeup and hairstyling choice, though. Hmm. I'll just roll with it. Yeah. Emma dot. Okay. Emma dot. Yeah. Just in case. Emma dot. I mean, that's probably what's going to lose me, this whole thing. That's fine. Also, not knowing any of the movies. Now we have Best Foreign Language Film. Which is actually now called Best International Feature. Yes. Best uh, International Feature? Yeah, that's what they call it now. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, too, because like when this award first started, they didn't give it to the director. They gave it kind of to the country. Like It just had the country's name on the award. And it wasn't until 2014 that they started saying, okay, you can put your name on there, the director. Right, who actually made it. We'll let you get the award and actually keep it. There also seems to be a European bias because out of 68 awards handed out to the Academy since 1947 to foreign language films, 57 have gone to European films, Mm. eight to Asian films, five to films from the Americas, and three to African films. So like when Parasite won last year for International and the Best Picture, like that was pretty groundbreaking. Big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So first up, from Denmark, we have another round. Four friends, all high school teachers, test the theory that they will improve their lives by maintaining a constant level of alcohol in their blood. All right. Hong, from Hong Kong, we have Better Days. A bullied teenage girl forms an unlikely friendship with a mysterious young man who protects her from her assailants all while she copes with the pressures of her final examinations. From Romania, we have Collective. The government is corrupt, people died in a concert fire, and then people died after. From Tanzania, we have the man who sold his skin. The man who sold his skin. Uh, his own body turned into a living work of art and promptly exhibited in a museum. Sam, a Syrian refugee, will soon realize to have sold more than just his skin. And Proper from, English. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And from Bosnia and Herzegovina, we have... Oh, no. <laughs> That's not no. the title. Go for it. Quo Vedis Ida. There you go. It is a translator for the UN, the small town of Srebrenica. <laughs> when the Serbian army takes over the town, her family's among the thousands of citizens looking for shelter in the UN camp. Well, that sounds like that will win. So I have seen one movie here, and that is Another Round. You and did it, see that? It was in my top 10 movies of the year. So I love Another Round. Looked, like the description, I was like, oh, that sounds funny. And then the, the trailer starts off funny, oh. but then it gets super serious. The movie is super serious, and then it, there's just this necessary levity that brings the movie back from the depths and i feel like most people if you're going to watch an international feature it should be this one this one will is my choice to win yeah and mads mickelson who everyone knows from oh he's in this bloody eye you know that movie (laughs) casino royale (laughs) yeah bloody Bloody eye Eye. yes it's bloody eye (laughs) and he's in hannibal he's got a bloody eye i drip blood (laughs) wow anyway he is voting for another round it's another round this movie is amazing. The man who sold his skin looked interesting because it's basically this artist says, I want to put a tattoo on you yeah. and that will be my art. And then it's a question of, you know, who owns the art because mm-hmm. it's on him, but it's the artists. Right. I don't know. But I'm going to choose another round as well. It got a lot of love online and it's actually one that I'm intrigued to see. Thomas Vinderberg, the director, mm-hmm. he also got nominated for best director, which was a huge No one surprise. really wanted him to in this one. It was weird because like Aaron Sorkin wasn't and we'll get to this. Yeah. But he was nominated for best director. It was a huge surprise. Okay, so we both agree. Another round? Yes. Zach, what are you picking? Uh, another round sounds good. Sure. It is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about the movies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dad jokes. We don't drink any of this. <laughs> Hilarious. You have a round of Sprite? <laughs> no, you don't. All right, now we have film editing. First up, The Father. Forget Me Not. Nomad Land. Quite Bland Land. <laughs> Promising Young Woman. Revenge Murder is Cool. <laughs> Sound of Metal. But, um, shh. Oh, Oh, no. no. Yeah. See? Okay. We bumped it up to 11% joke sitting, guys. (laughs) Trying to light it up. And the trial of the Chicago 7. Walking and talking and protesting. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) And yet, I think. And yet, it will win. I don't know why, but the Chicago 7 is going to win. Yeah. Everyone seems to be pointing that way. And I'm like, why? When you go, when you have the father. So I was going to say, what your vote for production design was, oh, it wasn't the father, but you Mm. talked about how. It should win something, and it actually should win editing because it's so clever in yeah. what it does, and it makes it you feel crazy. It confuses the audience, makes you... But guess what? The Academy is going to give it to Trial Chicago 7 but because of what why? Sorkin does. Sorkin follows Fincher's techniques almost to a T, and Fincher is a great, or uses great editors, and so this movie will win, unfortunately. So we both say Trial of Chicago... Yeah, I don't even like the Chicago movie. Chicago 7, unfortunately. Yeah. Zach? Uh, they do give editing to weird ones. 
typically. Well, oh, and then we have the whole Bohemian Rhapsody well, thing where uh, one of no, the worst the, edited movies. So yeah, ever. actually, Zach, people, and, people call it the most editing award instead of the, instead yeah. of the best similar editing. to that. This is a very formulaic movie. It's a courtroom drama, and it does jump like back like a couple years and back to courtroom. But it couldn't be more bland, kind of like Bohemian Rhapsody. The father should win if that sells you at all. I was actually going to say the father just because yes. I think that this movie, uh, based on what I'm hearing uh, and what we've talked about, it's the movie that I want to see the most. Yeah, it's I think great. It seems like a it could Depressing, be but great. It could be an Academy darling. So I'm gonna I'm making some bold choices. Yes, you are. But you're going to kill me, but it's fine. All right, now we have Best Animated Feature. Which, by the way, this is the first year in which two Pixar films were nominated in the same year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the other, other time, The Good Dinosaur came out that year. So <laughs> yeah. forget that. Yeah. Now we have Onward. Two elven brothers embark on a quest to bring their father back for one day. Voiced by Marvel, guys? Yeah. yeah. Over the Moon. In this animated musical, a girl builds a rocket ship and blasts off, hoping to meet a mythical moon goddess. A Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. When an alien with amazing powers crash lands near Mossy Bottom Farm, Sean the Sheep goes on a mission to shepherd the intergalactic visitor home before a sinister organization can capture her. Was that the sequel to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Is Mossy <laughs> yes. Bottom? Yeah, Mossy okay. Bottom, yes. Armageddon with Bruce Willis? Yes. Soul? The Lesser Inside Out wins an Oscar. Oh. Yeah. And Wolf Walkers. A young apprentice hunter and her father journey to Ireland to help wipe out the last wolf pack. Oh but everything changes when she befriends a free-spirited girl from a mysterious tribe rumored to transform into wolves by night. Oh. All right. So which Pixar movie? <laughs> Soul. Yeah. It's, it's Soul. This is, it's Pixar's adult movie, I guess. Not yeah. adult, but adult framed yeah. movie. Kids yeah. don't really care for this one all that much. Mine didn't anyways. Yeah. My kids loved Over the Moon. And so did I. But my, fa- that one. my favorite of this this list is Wolfwalkers. My I kids loved it. My kids watched it without me, and they loved it. And then they watched it at my in laws' house, who have Apple TV. Okay. I don't have Apple TV, so I didn't get to watch it. At I'll that give time. you a login. I may have to because my kids love this one. It's it's two D animation, and but, you can see the pencil work. In well, because it's the same that did uh, Song of Kellis and uh, what was the other one I really liked? By Spirit then? of the Sea. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so that's a, it's very very creative animation, mm-hmm. but. Disney has only Disney and Pixar have only lost twice in the last decade in oh this category. Yeah. Most recently, one of them was Shrek. Spider Man to the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, uh, was just the last one. I don't know what the other one was. I hope it was Shrek. But three Oscar nominations for Soul. It's it's got to take this one. It will. So yeah, Soul. Soul all around. And it's, it's a subpar Pixar movie. But that's fine. Now we have cinematography. How the camera works. Yes, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Wakanda forever. Because <laughs> they're Black Panthers. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, sorry. To Not ruin, in trouble. Sorry to ruin your Black Panther party. Mank? You think Citizen Kane was good? Wait till you see people talking about making the movie Citizen Kane. News of the world? It finally pays to travel with Tom Hanks. Nomadland. Floating down the river naked. The trial of the Chicago 7. Objection to this movie? Uh, <laughs> Sustained. Yeah, thank you. Cinematography is a tricky one because Mank captured the essence of the 30s and, and when 40s. you say captured it's capturing the image on screen yes everything is purposeful and that movie it's a little tropey right like almost on purpose right mm-hmm. every swipe they have yeah uh transitions are very dated and uh, almost seem cheap well even there's, but like, it, there's it like, nails a movie of that time it's like a frosted outside with like yes. a crisp middle like it, it, there's a it really did get that was one i was debating on What's the other one? I didn't choose it because I chose Nomadland. Uh, yeah. I feel the like... the Expanse. 
I feel like it's much more outdoor. Like it has the huge outdoors, the beautiful outdoors, the mid. You know, the, the when you say beautiful, it's not super beautiful. But like magic hour kind of shots where it's, it's just true. like the lighting is really cool. They also have a very confined space within mm-hmm. the van, so you get these tight little shots and it's an true. expanse of the world. I feel like Nomadland's going to take this one, but I would be happy. It if really Mink does got. put you in these parks, like mm-hmm. the, these Nomad parks. It's it feels very lonely as a movie. But you're choosing Mink. Mink. Yeah, I'm okay. going with Mink. I think you might be right on this one, Joel. But I I'm think going you with might Mink. be right. Okay. Aw. Aw. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, Nomadland, similar reasoning, like the expanse of it. I think also because Roger Deakins wasn't nominated, and he's always my pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't as win he that be. much. Yes, he's, yeah. he's amazing. Um, okay, so now let's move over to original song. <gasps> More clips. Clips. Here we go. First up is Fight For You from Judas and the Black Messiah. This is by Her, H-E-R, which I always want to say Her. Her? Yeah. And? Is this a credit? I mean, these are all credit songs, right? Yeah, they probably all play more. Except for the third option. Hear My Voice from the Trial of the Chicago 7. By Celeste. Really? One name? Oh, that's gonna bug this Zach. This is his exact thing. That's gonna bug Zach. Wow, so memorable already. Oh man. She's got a good voice. Yeah, sure. Ha 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 Savik Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, you did hear that right. This is the Will Ferrell Netflix movie. I really Academy know. Award Eurovision nominated. Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. Uh, There are a few great songs in this movie. And that one, like, it gave me kind of a never enough from Greatest Showman. Very much so. It's this beautiful, beautiful, like, soprano singer. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's a good song. It is. Oh, by the way, Eurovision, we we haven't talked about that one yet. (laughs) Imagine that. When aspiring musicians Lars and Sigrid are given the opportunity to represent their country at the world's biggest song competition, they finally have a chance to prove that any dream worth having is a dream worth fighting for. Yossi, or scene, from The Life Ahead. Oh, I kind of like the way this one sounds. It's beautiful. In Seaside, Italy, a Holocaust survivor with a daycare business takes in a 12-year-old street kid who recently robbed her. And speak now from One Night in Miami. This is a parent burser. Yep. Um, I don't care. I'm voting for this one. Uh, You should. In fact, I mean, look, I have a lot of fun with the song from Euro- Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah. But this song actually fits the movie really well when yeah. it wraps up. And this one comes up. He, granted, Leslie Odom Jr. plays Sam Cooke. And, you know, there he even performs a Sam Cooke song in yeah. the movie. But this movie fits really well in it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's my vote as well. Okay. I Everyone seemed to love Speak Now by mm-hmm. Leslie Odom Jr. from One Night in Miami. I didn't really care. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. But I liked all the other ones better. Really? Yeah. And uh, in fact, uh, the My Hometown one, I made that one. I'm going to add that one to my playlist. In the movie, it's Rachel McAdams singing it, but it's not really here. It's a woman called Molly Sandon. Yeah. And Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is singing in a Best Original Song nominee at the <laughs> Academy so Awards. I want to point that out. If they perform it at the Academy Awards. Oh, it's really a shame they won't have the audience that they could have had. Then they could have Will Ferrell singing, yeah. which could be fun. So, but I'm voting for speak now because everyone seems to be like, you didn't it. want to, but it's a head choice, it's right? It's a head choice. Okay. Um, they kind of find ways to mess this category up a lot. I yeah. I a agree. lot of different years, especially like the year that city of stars from La La Land won. And it's like the third best it, yeah. song in that movie. 
Um, over audition. Come on. Yeah. Uh, just a couple. There's a couple of weird choices that are made. They always pick the James Bond song now. I don't know. Yeah. Bloody Eye. Yeah. Mm. It's Bloody Eye. Winning an Oscar. You have one. There you go. So now we get into kind of the big The big four, These right? The big four categories. So we'll start with Best Actor. Riz Ahmed from Sound of Metal. The bad guy from Venom actually gets a pretty good role. The buddy from Nightcrawler. Chadwick Boseman from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins from The Father. I just ran out of jokes at this point. It's <laughs> <was> just depressed. <laughs> Getting old is terrible. Yes. Gary Oldman and Mank. Fix your hair, Mank. Yeah. Your floppy hair needs to be fixed. Using the same costume from Darkest Hour. And Steven Yuen from Minari. Glenn gets away from the zombies and gets a farm. Wow. All right. Okay. There's a front runner. Uh, yeah. I think for all the wrong reasons. And this Gary is going to sound, no, this is going to sound a little bit like. It's callous. It's going to sound callous. I, I was going to say the same thing. Chadwick Boseman and Will. Do you Will think? Just a posthumous. And he, yes. has, he has two fantastic scenes in that movie, but he's not, doesn't really seem like a best actor in the movie. I could go ahead and say. I feel like you'd say Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal should win. He the father win. should win. Anthony Hopkins is genius in that movie. Maybe one of my favorite roles of his, but Riz Ahmed should, or Riz, or Riz Ahmed yeah. should win the Oscar. And in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but I chose Chadwick Boseman because that's where the popular vote is. He already won the Golden Globe, the Critics' Choice Award, and the SAG Award posthumously. When you guys see this movie, you won't agree with the I choice. really Can I say something? It really is weird to me to think that Chadwick Boseman is, is dead. Honestly. Like, yeah. I, I had that moment as I was doing this research. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. Like, yeah. we had no idea he was sick. Right. It wasn't a big thing, and all of a sudden he passed away. It was just... Yeah. It's heartbreaking. And that's why seeing his performance in this movie is something special. I think they're giving it to him as kind of a legacy award. Yes. And, you know, fine. They could do yeah. that. But it's not, I don't know if it's the best actor of this group. Right. But he, I think he'll win. Yeah. Do you think so as well, Joel? I think so as well. Oh, uh, For that reasoning, I'll, I'll also go with it as well. I mean. I, oh, baby Yoda. There he he's is. He's here. Just to cheer us up. That helps. Has Anthony Hopkins won? Yes. A few times? He uh, won once. for Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah. A best supporting actor. Oh, best actor he might have been best and he was in 17 minutes of that movie and he won best actor interesting yeah because if he hadn't i'd say maybe it's like a oh well it's not the year for advanced anthony hopkins to win a best actor let's just say that any other year i think maybe and anthony hopkins would have gary oldman does a great job in the movie but yeah Yeah. there's no i think it would be really cool if like reese ahmed won Uh, me too just because of in fact he should talk about you know representation that that would be so we all vote chadwick boseman on that one Mm -hmm. all right now we move on to best actress we have Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So much sweat. <laughs> like we boiled down this movie about the, the queen of No, it's uh, actually, it's, it's a very tense movie. There's a lot of arguing. And it's kind of like, it frustrates you. People are literally going to go, oh, that's the sweat movie. <laughs> but they're, they're stuck in a very warm building and sweating the whole time and asking for a Coke. Yeah. Uh, Andra Day, the United States versus Billie Holiday. Hey, first time we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Follows Billie Holiday during her career as she is targeted by the Federal Department of Narcotics with an undercover sting operation. Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman. A new one as well. When a young mother's home birth ends in an unfathomable tragedy, she begins a year-long odyssey of, of mourning that fractures relationships with loved ones in this deeply personal story of a woman learning to live alongside her loss. Discount Meryl Streep, Frances McDormand in Nomadland. She just wants to be alone. <laughs> She just wants to be alone. She's she's leave she's, Francis alone. She's the new like if she's in a movie, she's going to be nominated. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very true. Carrie Mulligan and Promising Young Woman. Kent would still date her. 
I was, I was just going to say, I have a crush on her, but maybe not in this movie. Yeah. Huh. This is kind of scattered because Viola Davis got the SAG Award. Okay. Andrew Day won at the Golden Globes. And then Carrie Mulligan took a critic's choice. It's shocking that Frances McDormand, who is the, I would say, obvious choice, has not been winning. Because yeah. she is definitely like perfect for this role. And she nails it. And she feels... Uh, among the non-actors there. Mm -hmm. That's how good she is. I feel but like this the, is anecdotal, but I, I don't think the Golden Globes are a good reflection of the acting categories at all. I don't Because think so they split them up, right. first of all. But I, I so often you see them different. So yeah. I don't think it'll be Viola Davis. I don't think it'll be Andrew Day, honestly. Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman is actually fantastic in that movie, but she's quite new to the scene. Mm -hmm. Plenty more opportunities. I believe it's between, personally, yeah. McDormand and Carrie Mulligan who that would be a real shocker if Carrie Mulligan won. The the role is it's a real vicious role. And it's, it's a revenge tale. It's harsh. It's it's a it's one of those revenge kind of movies that you see so often in action movies, but this one's this uh, one's female led. Yeah. But it's not no, not really an action movie. It's just no ugly. No. Uh I could it's see like Joker. Her, I could it's see honestly her, like Joker. Yeah, it kind of is. I could see her winning in any other year. Oh man, I'm probably gonna give it to McDormand though. Probably going to or are going to I am going to. Okay. I was actually thinking it was going to be Villa Davis, but I just, if Chadwick Boseman is to win Best Actor, right. winning, both, winning both Best Actor and Best Actress is a very rare occurrence. The last time it happened was in 1998 with uh, Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. And his, his and the, it's, for the same movie, yeah. And this is not that type of movie. Like I feel like Villa Davis is, is not going to get it this year, and I think it's going to go to Carrie Mulligan. Okay, wow, okay. I, I think her performance is a defining... It uh, is look of the last year's movies. Like you see that it stands out with the with the multicolor hair and the nurse outfit thing that they mm -hmm. have with her holding the weapon, and it is it's an iconic look. And her role is very much unlike her in other movies. Yeah, oh, very I think much it's so. a stretch of her acting ability. So I think they're going to applaud that. Yeah, I can see that. I definitely think it won't go to the two movies that are not really nominated for anything else. That seems a little bizarre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but in the sake of being different, I will go with Viola Davis on this one. Okay. Yeah. This is good. I think it's the most disagreement we've ever had. Yeah. yeah. Yet I always get third place. Yeah. How about that? Maybe, not th maybe this is your year. Yeah, maybe you. maybe Thanks. I'm the Utah Jazz from 1998 all of a sudden. <laughs> Come on. Show me the title, please. That's when <laughs> as good as it gets one. <laughs> yes. It's a sign. Now we have Best Director. First up is Thomas Vinterberg for another round. Cheers. Let's get drunk all day. <laughs> David Fincher with Mank. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, let's get drunk all day. <laughs> Lee Isaac Chung from Minari. Let's farm all day. <laughs> Chloe Zhao with Nomadland. Let's drive around all day. All day. Emerald Fennell with Promising Young Woman. Let's kill men all day. <laughs> it's basically the movie. Yep. Yep. You think Fincher? I'm thinking Fincher. Nope. Come on. Not Fincher. a single chance. No. No. I do like Mank for the reason that Fincher's dad uh, wrote the screenplay. And this is kind of a passion project yeah, for him. Yeah, and he passed away. Yeah. And so he's doing it kind of a, as an honor to his dad. But this is not Fincher's best movie by far. Uh, there is no. one winner and one winner only, and it is Chloe Zhao. It is Chloe Zhao. Nomadland. I, I'd say that too. Nomadland. Yeah. Like, so she, like I said, she's a director. She's writer. She's yeah. editor. She, she did it all. By the way, she is doing the Eternals for Marvel coming yeah, up. Yeah, with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And also, she took a, a group of uh, Chloe Zhao, not Angelina Jolie. Yes, took a group of non-professional actors, like these nomads, and and kind of created this story with them, mm -hmm. which is not an easy thing to do with non-actors. 
Uh, if she wins, she'll become only the second female winner in Oscars history after Catherine wow. Bigelow to win Best Director. And she'll win. And the first Asian woman to bring to win Best Director okay. if she wins. Oh, that'd yeah. Be, it's, that'd be awesome. This is the year. I think so. For yeah. sure. Okay. In an effort to uh, not lose any ground, I will also pick that one. Chloe Zhao. Nomadland. And now the big daddy. The big daddy in the smallest daddy yeah. of all the Oscars. The big daddy of the movies you've never seen. <laughs> the best picture of this, the great 2020. We've talked about him a lot. We'll just make, you know, general noises about these movies, <laughs> I think. Here we go. The Father. Dad! <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah. Backstab. Mank. Rosebud. <laughs> Minari. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. Nomadland. I'm living in a van down by the river. It's the same joke I did before, but it it's still it still applies. works. Promising young woman. Kiss, kiss, stab, stab. Sound of metal. Tink. Because that's the if you tap metal. <laughs> Stop. Sound. The trial of the Chicago Seven. You're out of order. All right. What do you guys got? <laughs> we did such a good job yeah. with these movies. It's between two movies. We have talked about these same movies because these are the movies that were held all the way till the end of the year, knowing that there could be an Oscars because of these, what, eight, nine movies. So Nomadland. It's, it's between Nomadland and Minari. Mm-hmm. Minari has not got a lot of love, especially with, unless, yeah, especially with our choices here. Mm. I do think Minari has a really good chance of winning the Oscar for, for Best Picture because this among all these movies, is the one that will make you feel good. good. It's the one that it will inspire you in 2021 to move forward past the depression that is the past year of I film. hope so. But, you hope so, but... But it's also a, another Korean movie, and Koreans won last year, yeah. and so they want to do firsts a lot this year. Right. So I think they're going to give it to Chloe Zhao and Nomadland. Nomadland. They are. Which is what I chose as well. Oh, you chose it. I thought you were yeah, picking Minari. No, I want to choose Minari. I'm I, sorry. I didn't I, mean no, to cut you off. No, that's the thing. I, I was kind of setting it up as I would be happy if Minari won, mm-hmm. especially because Chloe Zhao will win for Best Director. But I think even though it's coming under fire because maybe it's not as diverse, mm-hmm. Nomadland, and that's a very big thing with the Oscars, yep. uh, Nomadland will still win. Fun fact, yep. out of the 92 films that have won Best Picture, 66 have also won Best Director. Yeah, it's always kind of a shocker when they don't. Yeah. Right? Hmm. And so, so I think if Chloe wins Best Director, I think that's going to go to the So Zach, where are you at? Argo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Argo. He wasn't even nominated he for Best Director. He wasn't even nominated for Director crazy. and it won Best Picture. Yes. But Nomadland is the first film ever to win both Venice's Golden Lion Award and the Toronto International Film Festival's People's Choice Award. You know, those big ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it also won the Golden Globe, the Critic Choice Award, and the Producers Guild Award. And it remains the heavy favorite on the online betting sites. Yeah, I can see that. So, no so are those sites that you visit regularly? All the time. <laughs> I bet the monies. I haven't heard anything about any of the Oscar movies except for Nomadland. I, that's the one that's like, oh, it's the favorite. Mm-hmm. That doesn't usually bode well. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they have so much hype that they want to go yeah. for... Like, La La Land was Although, the favorite. If, uh, you right? know, nobody was picking Parasite until halfway through that night yeah. when it started to win. That, oh, That's I think true. it's going to win this thing. My yeah. one thing about uh, the Oscars is that I it becomes so predictable. Like you said, about midway through, you're like, oh, okay, this one's going to win again. You hear the same names, the same movies, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's just going to win. It's like the year, uh, was it 2015 was Mad Max? And it started, it just was like all of the yeah, production, the anything ones. production and technical, yes. it just started taking them all. And then you're like, oh, that's because it's not going to take anything else. So, yeah, just in an effort to go against it, I will go with Minari. All right. There we go. Wow. Just in case. One of us is going to do really well. I am going to do so poorly. Or we're all going to bomb together. 
And we hope that we help educate you, the listener, about these movies and maybe make your choices. I'm curious to know who people generally side with or if people are just like, hey, that sounds like a good choice. I'm yeah. doing that. But let us know, really let us know, by going to our social media pages and finding the Oscar ballot and making your predictions. You could win a $50 Amazon gift card so you can stream almost all these movies. Like a lot of them are on Hulu or Netflix. Mm -hmm. You can't really get them on Amazon, but you can find a lot of them, the ones you want to see. But the ballot closes April 24th, 11.59 p.m. Yeah, hurry up. Time. Good awesome. Luck. All right, but before we go, we'd like to thank our patron groups. First, we have I Am The Listener, and it's Lady Terry Ann Finley of Wigtonshire. Sweet Bottom Cakes, Jessica Drought, Sean Sanquist, Just Plain Old Kyler, Jennifer Kilkowski, Braden Winterton, Babs, Alicia Bass, Adrian Gray, Glow Clan Daniel, Plot Twist Media, Adam and Rachel Crump, and Allison Gall. And from the Bacon Council, Nicole D. Hale, Chris Sanderson, Ryan and Marley Farron, Stephen Ross, Mats, ah, uh, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, our favorite couple, the Madsons, The Shadow, and Reverse Listener. Patrons, thank you, thank you very much. And thank you, everyone, for listening this far. Thank you, patrons. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate we it. We love you. Honestly, we love you more than the Oscars. <laughs> That's, we love you a lot more. That's not saying much, Joel. <laughs> but if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform on Saturday nights for free on Facebook. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Kenny. It's at Kenny. 3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com. You seem a little unsure about... I know. I'm like, wait, where can you find me? How about that? Uh, if you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at TumblingMustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on all the social medias, especially with all the fun stuff that's going on there right now. That's uh, liking the Facebook page on Bacon Sale and then going at Bacon Sale on Instagram and Twitter. While you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com slash bacon sale to get yourself some merch. You can get yourself a t-shirt or a mug or a sticker, a bunch of fun stuff there. And then if you like the show, like what's going on here and want to support us a little bit more uh, financially, we'll say, mm -hmm. that's patreon.com slash bacon sale where support starts at just $3 a month. You can get the now consistently 30 minutes no, bacon at least at least. least sorry about that uh yes yeah. those are happening most every week uh that's again patreon.com slash bacon sale all right so until next time bye from us and baby yoda bye, say bye. bye baby yoda bye. gentlemen stop talking about your hairs and let's get recording is this the music from the Space Mountains? It has a bit of an aftertaste of cotton candy. I feel it is. You are enunciating. <laughs> Normally, I don't like prune juice. Prune no. juice is a myth, Kent. It, hey, done. This one's for you. <laughs> there we go. Our tr now yeah. you have a reason to listen, yeah. other than our voices. <laughs> have so, you won yet? Never. <laughs> this is Hollywood. Oh, Oscars, you so cliche. I'm making this up on the spot. <laughs> you did not. On the spot. No, you Well, this didn't have bagpipes. Uh -huh. In places. Yes. I, I Hey, I saw one of these movies. Come on. Did you hear the typewriter? That's true. They'll love if you, if you have typewriter in your music, you win. Oh, yeah. Joel, if anything happens, I love you. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes. Urban chaos. Mystical oneness. And I'm like, just tell me that a rabbit burrows a hole for crying out loud. He's got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. The Utah adaptation. Yeah. <laughs> Church in January. Uh, Sunday. <laughs>
Yes. Thank you, Baby Yoda. Joel wins. Thank you, Baby Yoda. He just builds and builds, and then Joel won. Gazeta Sporoto Gondotor. Well, let's triple down with the same joke. Milk, milk. Oh, milk makes me sad. Oh. He's going to give it to you. I can't see it. That's kind of funny, though. I can't add that. That's funny, though. And it's X gonna give it to you whispered? That's funny. <laughs> Zach, not again. Yes. Baby Yoda. Milk. 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 Stolen. Stolen milk. Stolen milk. Stolen milk? Is that sadder? Man, it's like I'm in church and I'm trying not to giggle. How does that compare to Zach Western's chocolate bottom? It's bloody eye. And he's in Hannibal. He's got a bloody Let eye. The eye drip blood. <laughs> we bumped it up to 11% jokes hitting, guys. <laughs> Floating down the river naked. So much sweat. Kent would still date her. Maybe this is your year. Yeah, thank maybe you. Thanks, Thanks I'm a Utah term. Jazz from 1998 all of a sudden. <laughs> It's the same joke I did before, but it, it still, it still works. Rest in peace, handshakes. <clears throat> Cracking my voice. <laughs> handshakes. <laughs> handshakes. 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 Rest in peace. Handshake. <laughs> In your area. <laughs>